protected well this time and completes AJ Brown breaking free. Brown is in touchdown. Stafford deep downfield. He's got cup again. Holmes, he's going deep downfield, wide open. Kelsey's going to take it all the way. A one-handed grab by Marvin Jones Jr. There he goes. He had him in a blender and he's off to the races. This will be six. Here's Derrick Henry with some nice running. Henry trying to turn it on. Inside the 30. Stays on his feet. And he will go. Herbert stops. Launches deep. Jalen Guyton. He's got it. Touchdown Chargers. What a throw. Deck throws it up for Jefferson. He's got it. off on a screen to Gibson and Antonio Gibson running like a receiver all the way inside the 10 and into the end zone for a touchdown. Cousins throws, Osborne, touchdown, Vikings win. It bounces off the crossbar and it's good. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my. For the end zone, ball in the air. Wednesdays, not this one. This one we had to start the season off the right way. I uh, wanted to give you guys that clip earlier. Spent a couple hours working on that baby earlier this week. Get something in your hands, in your little ear holes. Get you excited for football season because it's freaking here, okay? Uh, like I mentioned, 
we're going to have a couple of uh, Sunday episodes this year. So keep an eye out Sunday morning for the game start. I'm going to drop something, a uh, quick little update for everybody. Um, if you are playing DraftKings, I've got a lineup for you on this episode. Um, hopefully you can get it in place by the time the games start tonight. Trying to catch you on your way home from work. Trying to catch you when you're making dinner, getting ready for the game. All right. Let's get it going. Okay. Week one overview. We got Bills versus Rams tonight. I got Bills all the way we've also got browns versus panthers this weekend baker starting little revenge game narrative we've got colts and texans everyone's going to get to see if damian pierce is worth that first round pick they paid or not we've also got ravens and jets little joe flacco coming back from way back to uh hopefully stay alive in this game and give elijah moore some much deserved targets We've also got the Broncos and the Seahawks, little Russ and Wilson, Russell Wilson revenge game. And then we've got the Raiders and the Chargers, Devontae Adams' uh, first game as a Las Vegas Raider. All right, week one checklist. Here we go. I want to go through this for you guys. Um, this is important tonight. If you, have, if you have some players, obviously take them out of your flex tonight if you can. But here is my week one checklist for you, okay? Number one. Are you basing your decision based off of the projections that your fantasy site is telling you? Uh, are you making that decision based on the projections or on the players you feel confident about? Okay, here's my week one strategy. Anything can happen. We're all basing all of these decisions on what we've learned over the preseason, new positions, new players and different teams, things like that. Um, you have no idea what's going to happen out there this week one. So, Put the players you want to watch in your lineup, okay? Shoot for the moon, go for the ceiling, because you don't even know what your floor is yet. So put the players you want to be your stars, your studs, you think will have the opportunity out there. Are you starting your best lineup? That's the second piece, okay? Are you putting your best possible ceiling players in your lineup week one? Um, are you considering maybe your opponent's players, right? If your opponent has, uh, you know, Dak, Prescott is their quarterback, and you have to decide between Cortland Sutton and um, C.D. Lamb, you know, maybe that decision becomes a little bit different for you, and I hope you're not making that decision unless you're in an A-team league, but you get what I'm saying, right? Pay attention to who your opponents are playing this week. Uh, if you have to make a start-sit decision, let that maybe influence why you would or wouldn't play a player that's going to also um, either keep you in the game if your opponent has a star stud player or maybe you have a quarterback and your opponent has a wide receiver and, um, you know, you want to take part in the points that are going to happen between them, keep it a little bit leveraged uh, throughout the rest of the game. We also want to pay attention to who is going to be our week one uh, kind of decision makers for the rest of the season. So what we're talking about here is we're talking about guys that might be fringe players that you're looking to see a couple different things from them. Uh, maybe they're on a new situation. Maybe they're on a different team. What we're looking for is involvement, usage, and red zone usage, Okay. So involvement being, are they on the field, right? Are they participating in the team's efforts to win the game? Usage is a little bit more correlated to when they're on the field, are they being targeted? Are they being handed the ball? Are they being used? Red zone usage then obviously is going to correlate to that same metric, but we're talking specifically about when it's time to score the ball, who is the quarterback giving or the team or the coach giving preferential treatment to, who's getting a majority of that work. Teams and players that I'm locked in on to figure this out for, okay? We got a lot of questions around these matchups, these teams, these players, hoping that this week one serves as a little bit of a diving board to give me some insight as to how to value them moving forward into the season. Denver and Seattle, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, KJ Hamler, DK, Lockett, Fant, all these guys, you know, high expectations for a lot of them. 
but they're also sitting somewhere where we don't really know to what degree they're going to be involved in this game. Is it Sutton? Is it Judy? Is KJ Hamler going to be the Tim Patrick that kind of emerges from underneath the guise of, you know, the other two star receivers? DK and Lockett, both of them extremely talented people. Noah Fant went to the went to Seattle. They're playing with Geno Smith. We have no idea what this is going to look like, specifically with these two teams facing each other. So it should be a good metric for us to understand their the rest of their value moving forward in the season. Baltimore and uh, New York Jets, okay? Zach Wilson won't be playing in this game, so we're not going to get any real consensus on whether or not he's going to be uh, worth what you paid for him, which probably isn't much anyways. But we've got Elijah Moore, Brees Hall, Michael Carter. I want to see, you know, what's the split on these backs? Is Elijah Moore going to be involved? Is Garrett Wilson even going to play? Is he going to be involved? On the Baltimore side, we're looking at Rashad Bateman, right? We want to know, is he the guy there now that Marquise Brown is gone? Is he going to be used in the red zone? Is he going to get the midfield targets? Um, or is it just going to be Mark Andrews soaking up all the sun? We also, J.K. Dobbins, uh, Gus Edwards, uh, Kenyon Drake. Like, what is the sitch with the running back room for a team that that loves to run the ball and they currently don't have a running back? Also, super keenly interested in this uh, Los Angeles and Buffalo game tonight. Allen Robinson and Gabe Davis, two guys I'm kind of looking to see, you know, to what degree their role is going gonna, is gonna to garner fantasy points or if it's just going to be someone that's used in the offense to help advance the ball periodically. Are they going to be priorities for... Uh, Josh Allen and Matt Stafford, or are they just going to be the number two guy? Uh, a lot, a lot is left to be said for both of those. I know there's quite controversial opinions on, on Allen Robinson and Gabe Davis, but I'm also looking at Dawson Knox in this game tonight, see what type of usage he has, you know, to what degree Josh Allen might be able to contribute to these three kind of semi stud players, obviously Stefan Diggs being a stud, but Gabe Davis and Dawson Knox being popped up a lot of these draft boards. And I have a ton of Gabe Davis want to see if it's been worth it or not. Chicago and San Francisco, I uh, don't think Kittle's going to play in this game. So my eyes are really on players like Ayuk uh, and Cole Komet, trying to see if they're contributing to the game, if their their usage is, is you know higher than what it was last year. Pittsburgh and Cincinnati, Claypool and Pickens, I want to know to what degree they're going to be using the offense, paying close attention to them too. Miami and New England, I got to figure out what's going on with this Miami back room, uh, backfield rather um also what's going on in new england is it ramondre is it damian harris like some of these questions might be answered uh this weekend as well new orleans and atlanta i want to look at chris olave i want to look at jarvis i want to see michael thomas return to his former self but i'm not sure if that's going to happen also drake london may or may not play in this game tyler algier is another running back that i am kind of keeping an eye on to see if they're going to use him um in any metric with Corderell patterson if they're going to continue to line patterson out in the, as a wide out Washington and Jacksonville is another one. Uh, Gibson and McKissick. See, you know, who, who's going to end up handling those goal line carries for that team. And then Christian Kirk on Jacksonville as well. I want to see if, if he's going to get um, the targets that, that they paid him for. Giants and Titans. Burks. Uh, Traylon Burks, the rookie. Robert Woods. Kadarius Toney. All guys. I, I Wandale Robinson. All guys I'm paying close attention to to see what level of involvement they have. And then Tampa Bay and Dallas, you know, Jalen Tolbert, Russell Gage, Chris Godwin, if he's going to play Dalton Schultz, Tony Pollard. So those are some of the games I'm, I'm paying close attention to this weekend. Some fringe players that could go either way, but we will, uh, we'll pivot now and chat a little bit about some DraftKings rosters.
All right, so for DraftKings, I've got a really fun lineup that I have enjoyed putting together, and I'll share it with you guys. Uh, as my quarterback, this is a Thursday through Monday lineup. Obviously, if you've got a – I don't think I have any Thursday players in here. I do have Dawson Knox, but, um, you know, you can flip some things around. But these are guys I really like based on their price this week, okay? We've got Trey Lance at $6,000. We've got Derrick Henry at 8600 That is expensive. But I want to have a lineup with the king in it. Got to have a lineup with the king in it. Uh, I got Tony Pollard on this roster, 5600 bucks. I've got Brandon Ayuk at 5200 I've got Michael Pittman, who is severely underpriced, at 5500 Corlin Sutton, also underpriced at 5900 Dawson Knox, Darnell Mooney, 5700 and the Eagles D at 3100 So that's one of my favorite lineups going into this weekend. I've got another one I'll share with you guys here. Um, and it is actually uh, more of a tournament-style lineup. My quarterback, I've got Matt Ryan. I also have Derrick Henry and Jonathan Taylor in this lineup because I know a lot of people will not be able to fit both. But I've got D. Henry for 8,600, JT for 91, Nico Collins for 4,200 with a little bit of a reverse stack with the Matt Ryan quarterback. Then I've got Darnell Mooney and Michael Pittman, both at 57 and 55. Love the value on those guys this week before they skyrocket. Gerald Everett, who I've touted a little bit on this podcast as being kind of a sleeper tight end option, but you can get him for cheap, 3800 bucks. And then I've got Kadarius Tony in the Titans defense. So might end up moving that Titans defense around a little bit. I'm not sure yet. But that's my uh, that's one of my tournament lineups for this weekend. So get a, a little bit off the beaten path. Well, it is ya la hora. For the football, all right, guys? So I will drop something out on Sunday morning. Um, quick little update for everybody, but I hope you get a chance to listen to this podcast today on Thursday, September 8th. Enjoy it. It's here. We waited long enough. I will be around and available for the entirety of this season to answer your questions, um, respond to your messages, and make sure that we can set ourselves up to win some freaking championship leagues. <gasps> Y'all have a good one. Thanks for listening to Straightaways. We'll catch you next time. We'll